This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 226, Comic Talk, DC Marvel Solicitations for February 2015. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman, and this is our Comic Talk episode looking at DC's and Marvel solicits for February 2015. Um, Every month we usually go through... All the solicits, uh, just kind of looking at some items of note of interest. Don't go through everything, but talk about some things that jump out and are exciting um, that are happening in the particular month we're discussing. So here we're talking about February 2015. Um, So let's just jump right in. Uh, As always, we go through um, newsrama.com's preview uh, listing. Um, so we're just going to go in their order. So if you're wondering why we're talking about certain things out of order that may not be that that way in a previous magazine, that is why. Um, so first up, you have the Multiversity, the Mastermen, number one. Grant Morrison and Jim Lee. That's enough reason for most people to pick it up. Um, that being said, am I... I haven't really been following a lot of the Multiversity stuff. I've read a couple of the chapters. Um, I think this will definitely uh, scratch a particular itch for some people. Um, to see, I guess, what, Overman... Uh, going up against Uncle Sam. Uh, it's a fun cover. We'll see how that is, but it definitely looks interesting. Uh, Justice League 39 continues Jeff Johns and Jason Fabok's run uh, with the end of the Amazovirus storyline. I really like Jason Fabok. He's really emerging as one of my favorite new artists. Uh, not even new, but favorite artist right now. Um, so I'm really glad that he got the Justice League gig. I think he'll be great. Um, I haven't really been following Justice League United. I'm kind of surprised it's still going. Um, and I don't even know what its place really is these days. Uh, you have all the weekly books, so you have uh, World's End, um, sorry, Earth 2 World's End. Uh, you have another issue of Earth 2, which has really not been the same ever since you had um, uh, World, like this whole World's End crop, like weekly series, you know, railroading it into the ground. Plus, I mean, James Robinson had a specific vision for how to write the book. Tom Taylor was doing a great job, and now you have Margaret Bennett and Daniel H. Wilson. It's just a lot of different cooks, and uh, it's too bad when you latch onto something you really like, and then they just change the creative team. Uh, just League Dark, I have not really read this in maybe 20 issues, so I can't say I'm going to be picking that up. Aquaman, I'm really interested. The idea that maybe Aquaman's mother's alive is definitely a cool concept. Jeff Parker and Pelletier, uh, Jeff, sorry, Paul Pelletier continue their run. Uh, Aquaman and the others, I, I really enjoy this book by Jurgens. Um, I feel like at the, at the end of the day, it's going to end sooner rather than later, just because I don't know if Aquaman can support two books for a long time. That being said, I really do dig it. At times, it's almost eclipsed the regular Aquaman book. Not to say anything bad about the regular Aquaman book, I've just really been digging uh, Aquaman and the others. Uh, Deathstroke, I've really been enjoying. Even though I don't really like the idea that he's now in a younger body for some reason, I think... Tony Daniels doing some great artwork, and the story is fairly interesting and enjoyable, but it's really the artwork that he shines, which makes sense, because he's an artist first. Um, and look, you have Deathstroke versus Batman here, so that could be really exciting. Uh, Flash 39, uh, it looks like it continue, like we're even even by February, we're going to still have Barry Allen trapped in the Speed Force with um, the future version of himself wreaking havoc at home, which really isn't an imposter. The solicits say there's an imposter wreaking havoc, havoc at home, but really it's not true. I mean, it's it's just a future version of himself. I guess it's kind of an imposter, but not how I would think of it. Uh, it's written by Venditti and Van Jensen. Sorry, Robert Venditti and Van Jensen. I work still by Brett Booth, which i just not a huge fan. Uh, Green Arrow continues. I haven't really ever picked that up. Same with Infinity Man and the Forever People. A lot of newer books, like Clarion, I'm glad that it exists, but it's just not really to my taste. 
Uh, Justice League 3000, kind of the same type of thing. Uh, Secret Origins 10, looks like we're going to have uh, Batgirl. Unfortunately, it's uh, written by Cameron Stewart and Brendan Fletcher with artwork by Irene Coe, which means it might feel more like the current book and not the, the origin I'm expecting, but maybe I'll be surprised. Uh, Firestorm by Dan Jurgens and Sean Chen. That's an interesting pairing. And then you have Poison Ivy by uh, Caitlin Kittridge and uh, Stefan Sejic, who I don't actually think I know. Uh, Lobo continues by Colin Bunn. And I gotta say, if anyone was gonna write this book and make me care a little bit, it was Colin Bunn. And I hate him a little for making me care at all about this weird new, this weird new version of Lobo. Not that I'm beholden to the classic, you know, what, Fraggin or friggin' Fraggin' Bastich version of, of Lobo. I could care less. He was uh, a period of 90s excess that I did never really enjoyed or cared for. Uh, that being said, that's just the version of the character that I'm used to, so seeing the skinnier, live version is weird for me. And I think it's weird for a lot of people still. Uh, Secret Six number 3 by Gail Simone and Ken Lashley. I still have not had a chance to read the issue 1, but I'm hoping this is good. Uh, New 52 Future Zen continues. Um... Uh, as all the stories start to converge, as you get up to, what, f- issue 43 is the last issue of that month. A uh, new Suicide Squad. Um, oh, interesting. I, I guess Reverse Flash is going to be on it. That's super weird. The book has been at times frustrating, at times really good, so uh, maybe I should give that a shot again. Uh, Star Spangled War Stories featuring G.I. Zombie number 7. Glad it exists, not for me. I'm really glad it exists just for diversity and doing other things. Uh, Teen Titans continues. I have not been a fan of this, and Rockefort's artwork just does not work for me. Um, I need. I, I wish that the, this book was better. I wish the Teen Titans were interesting and enjoyable and and cool again. Like, I mean, when Jeff Johns revitalized the Teen Titans back in what early two thousands or two thousand four, two thousand two, maybe, uh, it was fantastic. I mean, he picked up on what was already being done so well with Young Justice, and then took it to the next you know kind of evolutionary level by making them grow up a little bit. Uh, I missed that Teen Titans. Trinity Sin continues. Constantine um, looks like he's still on Earth Two at this point. Uh, Wonder Woman thirty nine by the Finches. Um, so people who want to jump on board with uh, Wonder Woman can do so right around this period. Uh, Superman thirty nine as we continue, or as they continue to see um, uh, Jeff Johns and John Romita Jr. telling their story. Um, it's apparently it's an emotional story. Uh, so maybe they're done with the. Um, Oh, what's his name? Ulysses aspect of the story. Maybe that part's over and it's just continuing their run. Um, I'm actually really enjoying it, so I'm interested to see the next issue. Action Comics, as I mentioned on the last episode, episode uh, three, tw- sorry, two twenty-five. I've actually been enjoying the Horrorville storyline a lot more than I originally expected to. Although I feel like if it's still going on by February, that's three more issues of it. That feels a little long, but you know, so far Pac has surprised me. Cooter's been de- uh, delivering uh, enjoyable artwork. Um, then we have Superman Wonder Woman by Tomasia Monk, uh, which is a great creative theme, and it's introducing Magog, so that could be interesting. Uh, depending, are we getting the Magog who's more like the Kingdom Come version, or the one that's more like the version we got in uh, the Justice Society of America when Jeff Johns relaunched it back, what was that, post-Infinite uh, post, uh, Crisis, I think? Um, Supergirl strolls on. I got World's Finest, um, continuing to tell stories about... Uh, I guess set on Earth 2 still uh, Batman Eternal continues uh, it's such a good book um, just looking at the artwork in this period yeah Javi Fernandez doing an issue Alessandro Vitti doing an issue which I'm really excited about that because he's got great art uh, Juan Ferreira um, 
Akko. I don't really know Akko. Should be an interesting month. You have Batman 39 continuing Endgame with Part 5, which is the second last chapter, uh, by Snyder uh, and Capullo. Uh, Batman Superman continues by Greg Pak and Arjun CF. I just don't think that uh, Pak has done a great job with this story, with, with the writing on this book. Although I, I'm glad that it's not Jay Lee anymore. Instead, we have a, a better artist for this book. Because Jay Lee's a great artist, but he has to be for a specific sense of tone, I think. Uh, Batgirl 39 rolls on. Um, I'm just not a big fan of this book. I'm glad, again, that a book like this exists and people seem to enjoy it so much. And I, I, I have to stress, if this had been what we got when the New 52 started, I would probably enjoy it. But because I got used to what Gail Simone had done, which is so radically different, and now it feels like a totally different character, then I have the problem. It feels like a reboot in the middle of a run as opposed to just rebooting the book. Uh, Batman and Robin 39... Um, I guess you know it's it's out of the bag, you know. As of I think last month, that Damian Wayne's back, but I'm interested to see where they go with it. Uh, Arkham Manor continues. Eh, I don't know if I care. Gotham Academy. I want to like it more than I do, but that's eh, all right. It's it's just not quite to my taste. Gotham by Midnight. Haven't even had a chance to read the first issue, so don't even know what this really is about. Uh, Grayson whole uh, goes on. Does it go up against the Fist of Cain? I mean, I like Mikkel Yannon, so that's good. And Tim Seeley and Tom King have been doing a good job on the writing. Uh, Detective Comics 39, as they continue the Anarchy storyline by Manipal and Bucciolato. have not had a chance to read the first chapter yet, but I've heard it's great. Uh, Harley Quinn 15 continues. I could care less about Harley Quinn, uh, especially now that she's dominating every variant cover for this particular month. God. And she's getting a Valentine's Day special. I mean, she's already getting a holiday special or a Christmas special, whatever you want to call it. That's coming out December 10th, so I guess it just makes sense. And now she gets a Valentine's Day special, too. Why not? Uh, Catwoman continues. I'm surprised it's still going. I'm glad it exists, but I, I just I've never really heard anything good about it. Uh, Batwoman continues. Um, Green Lantern looks like Oa is kind of back, which I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, it's all kind of aftermath of Godhead. Um, in the main books, and then you also have uh, Sinestro. Um, interested to see where they go with that. Uh, Swamp Thing continues by Sewell and Says. Uh, in, it's called The Machine Queen Part 5, so continue, continuing that storyline. You've got Batman 66, uh, Mortal Kombat X, and a bunch of other digital first books. Um, looking at their trade paperbacks, you've got... Um, let's, they're kind of filling in the gaps, fill, finishing out the All-Star Western uh, trade paperback. Uh, the Earth 2 uh, hardcover, uh, which collects Tom Taylor's run, or the rest of Tom Taylor's run. You have Batman Volume 6, the, the, the Graveyard Shift, which basically is a weird book because it takes on zero-year chapters, but not really. Like it, It's basically stuff that doesn't fit the zero-year trade that they want to put out and includes Batman 28. Like It's a weird smattering. It's got tales from Batman Zero, from Batman 18 to 20, 18 to 20, Batman 28, Batman 34, Batman Angel number two. Like, it's just a weird hodgepodge. Um, and you've got our Harlequin hardcover. Um, Justice League has a trade paperback for volume five, Forever Heroes, which was during Forever Evil, as well as the Justice League of America um, tie into Forever Evil that's in trade as well. You've got Superman and Wonder Woman, power, uh, volume one, Power Couple, which is, again, a, a much stronger book than I ever would have expected it to be. Um, You've, uh, you've got the third hardcover of Batman 66 um, coming out. You have Batman Noir, The Dark Knight Returns Deluxe Edition, which should be interesting to see. Uh, you got Robin the Boy Wonder, Celebration of 75 Years, although we don't know, have any idea what's in it. Um, 
etc., etc. So that is uh, DC for February 2015. Let's uh, talk about some Marvel stuff. Um, so the first up, we got Darth Vader by Kieran Gillen and Salvador La Roca. And the little pieces we see here on like, the covers look great. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to read these, um, but I, I, I'm glad that they're really kind of jumping in and trying to really make something out of making Star Wars comics. And it looks like they're definitely getting good creators. Well, I don't know about Salvador La Roca these days, but if it's anything like old Salvador La Roca, that might be great. But just his modern stuff in the last six years has been tepid at best. Uh, Star Wars by Jason Aaron and John Cassidy. It's only a matter of time before it slips up shipping or sh changes the artist, but um, I think this is going to be the kind of the one to watch, especially because it's just Star Wars. Like the other one's Darth Vader. It's this is that. This one's just flat out. This is Star Wars. Uh, you have Guardians team up, so Guardians gets a, another ongoing. So if you think about it, they have what Rocket Raccoon, Legendary Star Lord, Guardians of the Galaxy, and now also a team up book. That's a lot of Guardians. Um, it's by Bendis, and it looks like the first issue is going to have artwork by uh, Art Adams, which is a big deal. And I think he might be doing both of the issues that are here. It, it could be interesting. I just don't know if we if this book needs to exist. If it's going to be an anthology, I feel like it won't last that long. But maybe the the branding is enough. But I mean, a, a plus X didn't last that long. I mean, I guess it lasted twenty issues or so, but it didn't feel like it lasted very long. You have Guardians of the Galaxy and X-Men, The Black Vortex Alpha, number one, as it begins a crossover between these two uh, books. Uh, it's written by Sam Humphreys, artwork by Emma Guinness. Then you have Guardians of the Galaxy 24 as the second chapter by Bendis and Ishii. Uh, Legendary Star-Lord, um, number nine, is uh, the third chapter by Sam Humphreys and Paco Medina. All New X-Men crosses over with its issue 38, which is the fourth chapter um, and the first specific X-Men chapter. Um, by Bendis and Mahmoud Azrar, and then there's a uh, Spider Gwen. It's the big, it's the big uh, launch of Spider Gwen by Jason Latour and Robbie Rodriguez as she returns from Spider Verse. I hope this lasts. Um, I hope it's as strong and as enjoyable as the initial one shot was that really got people so excited because we could use more female-driven comics and so, especially a book that had such a unique flavor and sense of style. Uh, I hope it. I hope it lasts. I hope it does at least a year. Uh, Silk Number no. One by Robbie Thompson and Stacey Lee. I have a feeling this may not last long, but it could be fun. I don't know. I'm surprised Dan Slott's letting his baby go. Uh, you have the Wolverines Weekly Series by Sewell and Ray Fox. Uh, artwork in these issues will be by Jonathan Marks in issue five, Jason Masters in issue six, and Chris Anka and John Juan Doe doing seven and eight, respectively. Uh, Spider Man 2099 continues with issue number nine. Uh, it's by Peter David and Will Sleeney, and it looks like something to do with uh, Miguel going back to 2099 and it looks like there's a maestro there and someone's imperfect it's a nice uh, kind of callback to future imperfect and Peter David is the one to do a story like that uh, Amazing Spider-Man 14 and 15 is you have the end of Spider-Verse so it's still going on in, in February which is kind of crazy considering that you have two issues a month coming out so there's what one two three four I guess five more issues till it's over and then a, and then an epilogue uh, looks like Coipel is doing issue 14, and issue 15 is by Cameron Coley, who's fast becoming one of my favorite Spider-Man artists. He's just got such a reliable s style, and uh, parts of his art almost remind me of uh, Jay Calafiore, um, but uh, he's just got a great look to it, and especially like when he was doing like the Lizard storyline in the last a little bit of Amazing Spider-Man. Like He's just such a talented artist. I'm glad he's getting a lot of exposure on Amazing Spider-Man as one of the kind of the uh it's unfortunate that it feels like sometimes he's the secondary artist like they'll have a bigger name artist is kind of platooning the book 
uh, like Ramos, and then you'll have Camicoli doing this solid work, but I think he's looked at as being kind of the B team, which is unfortunate because I think he deserves to be the A team. He's such a great artist, and I, he deserves more recognition and more name recognition, I think, than uh, Humberto Ramos. Uh, I mean, not that Humberto Ramos is, is a slouch because he's doing some great work too, but I think Camicoli just has a better sense of style uh, or, or uh, something about the stability and consistency of his artwork, whereas Ramos can be a little bit more wild and I guess that's, I don't know, uh, they're both very good artists, I, I guess, is the, is the point there. You have uh, Spider-Woman number four also having a, an epilogue issue, as the first three issues were all part of Spider-Verse. Uh, it's by Hopeless and Greg Land. Um, Secret Avengers 13 continues. Um, I'm loving this book by Alice Codd and Michael Walsh. I hope it continues for a while. Operation Sin number two of five, which is a, a, a Peggy Carter story, and it's very clear that they're really retroactively making her a bigger part of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s original days because of what's happening in the MCU in the Marvel Cinematic Universe with her being having her own TV show and really kind of people taking to her as a fan-favorite character. Uh, it's written by Catherine Imminen, who is a, an excellent writer. Rich Ellis, I'm not sure if I know his art. Uh, New Avengers 30, in three months' time, time runs out, by Hickman and Kev Walker, um, which is an awesome cover with uh, Catherine Britton. And then Avengers 41 is an intriguing cover because the cover is... The, basically the cover to Ultimates number one, and they've confirmed that it is actually the cover to Avengers 41. So what the hell is going on here? Uh, it's by Hickman and Stefano Caselli. Uh, Avengers World 17 uh, it continues the storyline on before time runs out to kind of patch in some of the gaps. Uh, it's by Frank J. Barbier, who I don't even know if I know him. It's, I guess he's taking over from Nick Spencer. Artwork by Marco Cicchetto, who I do definitely enjoy. Uncanny Avengers number two by Rick Remender and Daniel Acuna, as they have Counter-Earth, where... There's actually two versions of Counter-Earth being used in February's solicits. Uh, Thanos versus Hulk number three by Starlin. If you want Starlin goodness, both on uh, writing and on pencils, this is where to find it. Uh, Bucky Barnes, the Winter Soldier, number five, uh, versus Crossbones, which could be interesting. I'm just not a huge fan of this book so far. Uh, part of it's the, it's the weird trippy artwork is good, but not really to my taste, and I just don't get why this book exists in this way. Uh, Fantastic Four, 643. Uh, I don't think this is the last issue. No, it's not. Um, but it's leading up to it. Uh, it's James Robinson and Leonard Kirk continue their run. Um, you have uh, Jim Hammond here. You have Namor here. You got the Return of Sleepwalker. Uh, this should be fun. And uh, they're on the Heroes Reborn world. Like, very cool. Uh, Captain America and the Mighty Avengers. Um, just don't know if I care about this book by Al Ewing and Luke Ross. I'm glad it, that it exists. And you get some of these characters who don't show up anywhere else now. But I just don't know if it's quite for me. Uh, Shield by Mark Wade, Mark Wade and Alan Davis uh, as Agent Coulson um, going to, I guess, Doctor Strange. Very cool. Uh, all new Captain America: Fear Him number one to four. I guess this was originally a digital first uh, by Dennis Hopeless and Simon Kudronsky. Uh, all new Captain America number four by Rick Remender and Stuart Eminen drops. I really did did enjoy the first issue, so I'm looking forward to more. You have Marvel's Ant Man Prelude comic number one of two, which should be intriguing. Um, the new Scott Lang uh, ongoing Ant-Man is uh, going as well by Nick Spencer and Ramon Rosanas, who I don't think I know uh, their art. The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl has its second issue by Ryan North and Erica Henderson. Again, I don't know that creative team at all. Superior Iron Man continues by Tom Taylor and Neil Ray Sinar. I'm not sure how I feel about this book, but I don't know. It's kind of interesting, but also feels very short-lived. And based on time runs out, it looks like really short-lived. Uh, Angela Asgard's Assassin number three by Kieran Gillen and Margaret Bennett. Artwork by Phil Yemenes and uh, Stephanie Hans. 
Uh, that sounds like a great creative team. I have not read the first issue of it, though. Uh, new issue of Miracle Man. You have Inhuman number 12. Looks like it's Medusa versus Black Bolt. Swool and Stegman are the creative team. Thor reaches issue 5 by Jason Aaron and Jorge Molina. Um, as hopefully we'll find out more about who the hell this Thor is. As well as the Thor Annual coming out. Uh, new issues of Rocket Raccoon. Gardens 3000. Nova. Um, Nova I'm excited for. I'm, I'm glad I didn't read the solicit before reading the last issue of Nova. Because it looks like Carnage is coming um, to kind of pay a visit to, uh, to Nova. And also... Um, Nova's helmet's still in the fritz, which I'm surprised they're going to keep that going because, you know, that's what, three months away and it's still happening. Um, and then Moon Knight's second arc is ending. Uh, it's by Brian Wood and Greg Smallwood. This has been such a, a, a pleasure to read since issue one. Obviously, Warren Ellis started the book, so that's part of what that was. Uh, Daredevil, it's very sad news. Looks like uh, Mark Wade and Chris Somney's artwork, uh, sorry, artwork, their run is going to begin their uh, last arc, which is very sad and disappointing, but... Uh, it, at least we got as much as we did. Um, that's Daredevil 13. Loki, Agent of Asgard number 11. Loki finished Facing the Punishment of the Gods by Al Ewing and Lee Garbutt. Uh Captain Marvel reaches issue 12. Uh, Silver Surfer continues, which is such a fun book. Um, and it's by Slot and Alred. Uh, Kari Andrews uh, continues to deliver Iron Fist the Living Weapon. I realize I think I've missed the last few issues because I don't remember... Anything I think past issue four or five, which means I'm painfully behind. Uh, Punisher fifteen by Edmondson and Garads. Uh, it remains a very interesting and enjoyable book. Uh, Miss Marvel hits issue twelve by Jubilee Wilson, and I didn't even realize this. Takeshi Miwazawa is uh, doing the artwork, which is fantastic because I love their artwork. His artwork uh, when he did Spider Man Loves Mary Jane, yeah, I love it. I'm not turning in my main card. It was a great book, whatever. Uh, it was one of my favorite comics. Um, it was a, my secret shame at my old comic book store. She'd kind of be like, uh, I'd be like, do you have any copies of this? She's like, yeah, we held it aside for you. Uh, I didn't want to talk about it. It was just like, I, just, I really like this book. Um, ostensibly, it was originally for an ex-girlfriend and then for a wife. And uh, yeah, it's also for me. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's a fantastic book. Um, anyway, so he's doing the artwork for Miss Marvel, which is... I'm super pumped for And it's a Valentine's Day issue as well, so that's pretty super fun. Um, All New Invaders continues. I'm glad this book is still going, although looks like... Actually, I take it back. The seri- As the series draws to a close, that's too bad. Well, Robinson did deliver a strong story. Uh, I think he was hampered by developments in the Marvel Universe that took the characters he wanted to use and, like, um, he took, you know... Um, Bucky and B- Bucky then was transformed into something else during Original Sin, and then Cap was turned into something else by Rick Remender, and it just he had to keep, you know, it's basically he was juggling, and they kept taking out the balls and throwing in balls of fire, and uh, he did a really good job with it, considering that they were almost actively trying to screw this book. Whole new Ghost Rider continues. Uh, new issue of uh, Deathlock, uh, Black Widow. Uh, which remains such a great book. Uh, Electra, unfortunately, is ending with issue 11. Didn't even make it to issue 12 by uh, Hayden Blackman and Michael Del Mundo. That's really sad, but I'm sure it'll be a fantastic read. Uh, Hulk number 11. Um, Doc Green goes against uh, Lyra, which is the Savage She-Hulk from Thunder's Future. That could be awesome. Uh, Derek Dugan and Mark Bagley continue to do their amazing run, uh, which I'm excited for. Uh, Miles Morales, Ultimate Spider-Man number 10, continues by Bendis and Mark... Uh, <coughs> Excuse me, Bendis and Marquez, and it looks like there's a new spider power that Miles is going to have. Spider-Man and the X-Men continues, Cyclops, 
X Force. I don't even know how that's still going on or how anyone's still caring. Uh, Uncanny X Men. Um, and it looks like something crazy is going to, may or may not happen with uh, Cyclops. Uh, the cover is definitely interesting. Uh, it's by Bendis and Bacallo. Uh, Deadpool 42 by Brian Persane and Jerry Dugan. Deadpool versus Omega Red. Yeah, whatever. Return of the Living Deadpool. Storm continues. Nightcrawler, which I still think is one of the most surprising and enjoyable books I've read in a while. Uh, especially because it's written by Chris Claremont, who a lot of people are predisposed to dislike these days. But he's actually really good. Um, and Todd Knox's artwork is top notch. Uh, Amazing X-Men 17, which is the Once in Future Juggernaut Part 3 of 4. Um, really enjoying what Yost and Kyle have been doing on Amazing X-Men so far. So I'm excited for more. Uh, Magneto 15. I'm surprised this book is continuing, uh, but after Axis, Colin Bunn writing it with Gabriel Hernandez-Walter uh, illustrating it, and it looks like they've got uh, Magneto in Shield's Clutches, uh, X-Men um, by G. Bella Wilson and Roland Boshi, and then we get into the trades, well, some of the trades. Um, you've got the Kick-Ass 3 trade paperback, uh, Avengers and X-Men Axis hardcover, which has all nine issues for 50 bucks. Uh, I'm not really sure if that's a great deal, but whatever. Uh, Star Wars, the original Marvel Years Omnibus Volume 2. Man, that has got to be the fastest turnaround to get a second volume of a heart, of an omnibus out. That's crazy pants. Um, got a ton of issues, though. Uh, I mean, you got issues for 45 to 78, so that's uh, 34 issues. Uh, technically less than the first volume, still 125 bucks. Um, you got the Avengers Rage of Ultron original graphic novel hardcover by Recommender and Jerome Pena, which sounds really exciting. Uh, you got the Avengers Quicksilver trade paperback, which I'm super bummed for, because I never read the Quicksilver series in the mid-90s, uh, which was about 13 issues. Um, so I'm excited to read this. Uh, it's by And this trade paperback is by Tom Payer, Joe Edkin, and John Ostrander. It contains um, uh, Heroes for Hire Quicksilver Annual 98, as well as Heroes for Hire 15 to 16. Uh, you got the event, Hawkeye Avenging Archer trade paperback, which is, looks like a great deal, as you get a lot of the um, post-secret invasion Hawkeye stuff by Jim McCann. You have um, New Avengers: The Reunion number one to four, Hawkeye Mockingbird one to six, Widowmaker one to four, Hawkeye Blind Spot one to four, Hawkeye Mockingbird sketchbook, and uh, some other material. So it's 480 pages for 35 bucks. That's a good deal. You got the Avengers: Time Runs Out Volume Two hard, Premier hardcover. Um, Collecting, looks like what one, two, three, four, five issues for twenty-five bucks seems a little excessive. Uh, Secret Avengers, the second trade paperback for the all-new Secret Avengers or all-new Marvel Now Secret Avengers. Uh, Uncanny Avengers by Rick Remender uh, has its on the bus, uh, which collects issues one to twenty-five, as well as the eight AU issue, as well as the annual um, trade paperback-wise for Hickman's run on Avengers. You have New Avengers Volume Three and Avengers Volume Five. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 hardcover collecting the first uh, 10 issues plus the point one issue uh, for Brian Michael Bendis' run on Guardians of the Galaxy uh, the Giant Size X-Men 40th Anniversary hardcover uh, collects uh, Giant Size X-Men number 1 and 3 to 4, Classic X-Men number 1 X-Men Origins Colossus number 1 X-Men Origins Wolverine number 1 Deadly Genesis 1 to 6, What If number 9 and 23 and X-Material from X-Men Gold number 1 it's a very specific version. Uh, it's very interesting to see like all the all the materials, basically anything set in and around that original time period. That's what they're focusing on. Very cool. I don't know if I'll pick it up, but it's an interesting concept. Uh, you have Uncanny X Men Volume Five, the Omega Mutant Premier Hardcover, um, the Guardians of the Galaxy Original Sin Premier Hardcover, which has the story about um, Richard Rider, and then it also has the Planet of the Symbiote storyline. 
Uh, we have a Once Upon a Time Out of the Past premiere hardcover uh, set within the uh, the uh, continuity of the TV series Once Upon a Time uh, that's on A&E, uh, sorry, A&E, ABC. Uh, you have another omnibus for Captain America. It's Winter, Return of the Winter Soldier omnibus, which has Captain America and Bucky 620 to 628, Fear Itself, Fear Itself 7.1, and Captain America and uh, the Winter Soldier... <coughs> sorry. Winter Soldier 1 to 14, as well as Captain America 11 to 19. So that means that the entire Brubaker 1 will eventually be in uh, a hardcover omnibus format. It's just a shame that they did it so far removed from the first two trades that are hardcovers that you really couldn't get those omnibuses. But it's probably why they're not numbering these either. Uh, Miracle Man Book 3 hardcover, Olympus uh, is the name of it. Uh, the second trade paperback for Miss Marvel, um, which is called Generation Y with by G. Willow Wilson. Uh, fantastic stuff. Uh, Dark Tower gets another trade. Uh, the Thor Epic Collection to Wake the Mangog, uh, which is collecting uh, Thor 154 to 174 uh, by Stanley and Jack Kirby. Uh, there's the Amazing Spider-Man Epic Collection Round Robin, which I'm super pumped for. It's volume 22 of the, which is I think the latest volume we'll have for Amazing Spider-Man. Collects Amazing Spider-Man 351 to 360. 350, I remember reading a long time ago as a kid. It was one of the first Amazing Spider-Man issues I ever read. With uh, It had Eric Larson artwork. It had Doctor Doom and the Black Fox, of all people. Uh, so this uh, Round Robin trade paperback is going to have, uh, not, I guess, 10 issues of Amazing Spider-Man, as well as uh, a couple annuals that happened during this period. Um, which And also a Spider-Man Fear Itself, I guess, is a one-shot that happened at that time. Uh, a bunch of different artists, but the biggest ones are Mark Bagley, and uh, most of the scripts are by David Michelini. Uh, so I'm super pumped for this uh, this uh, epic collection. Uh, you have Deadpool's Art of War by Peter David and Scott Koblish coming out in trade. Hawkeye vs. Deadpool uh, by Jerry Dugan and Matteo Loli, which has actually been enjoyable. The second uh, All New Ultimates uh, trade paperback is coming out. The second Loki Agent of Asgard trade paperback. Uh, the second uh, volume of the Hulk trade paperback. So you had the the banner was a DOA uh, storyline, um, which was, I think, issues one to four. And then you have Omega Hulk book one, which is the first, I guess, six issues of uh, the Doc Green storyline. So that's Hulk five to ten. Uh, Death of Wolverine, the Logan Legacy, one to seven. And, you know, it's been scattershot, but some of the stories in there have been really good. Uh, Death of Wolverine, the Weapon X program, number uh, volume one. I can't say I really care about this. <coughs> now, here's something I do care about a lot. Super Villains Unite, the complete supervillain team-up. Um, this collects the uh, 1970s uh, series, uh, which was a lot of it was uh, Namor stories. I'm really excited about being able to pick this up and read it all. 464 pages for 35 bucks is not a bad deal these days at all. Um, a lot of material. Um, there's only one issue technically missing, but it's only because that issue was originally a reprint issue. But it, it, it looks weird because you look at it and you're like, oh, I'm missing an issue. How is this complete? But that's why. It's not a situation of it originally being with ROM. It's something else entirely. Uh, you got Iron Fist, The Return of Kun Lun, trade paperback, which collects the 996 miniseries, uh, another miniseries from 98, an Iron Fist Wolverine miniseries, an Iron Fist miniseries from 2004. Uh, it's just a lot of different Iron Fist miniseries. Um, besides the fact that it's about Iron Fist, there's going to be a lot of inconsistency in this volume, but it doesn't mean it's not going to be entertaining. Uh, the second Inhuman trade paperback, uh, which is the Axis tie-in, uh, She-Hulk Volume 2, which is the final volume of that unfortunately short-lived book, all-new X-Factor Volume 3 Axis, that's a big one. Um, this one's actually going to be eight issues, um, and kind of finishing out the run, it's the Axis tie-in uh, as well. 
uh, Deadpool's Axis tie-in, uh, Black Panther, who is the Black Panther, uh, which will c collect the original Hudlin storyline, uh, which might kind of give an idea towards what version of Black Panther we might be getting uh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, as well as it includes the first uh, two appearances of T'Challa back in uh, Stan Lee's Fantastic Four. Uh, you have Wolverine Origin 2 Chain Paperback, which honestly was not worth it. Uh, Runaways The Complete Collection Volume 3, and uh, that is basically it. So that is, <coughs> excuse me, a lot of material for DC and Marvel for February 2015. Looks like it's going to be an interesting month uh, as both companies kind of getting prepared for and ramping up towards uh, Convergence and Secret Wars, respectively. Uh, so, But it should be a good month. Anyways, this will be, I guess, our last solicits episode for uh, 2014, or at least that's that I've recorded in 2014. So um, uh, join me next month and we'll go through March. I keep saying that one of these days I'm going to stop doing these episodes because I know they're not... There's no one favorite episodes, um, but um, at the moment it's, it's just an easy episode to uh, get done uh, when schedule uh, is tougher to put together more longer episodes, like the flashback episodes that we've had recently. Uh, there's a few guests I want to have on the show coming up, um, but schedules have to permit, so um, until then, you're stuck with me solo. Uh, you can email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com, like us on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, post in our H2 Realms thread as well. Thanks again for listening to this Solicits episode. I'm Adam Chapman, the host, signing off, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.